partnered up with The Little Gnome this year, and I wouldn't do this unless I genuinely love what they're about. Whether it be Joe, Belle or Jack, every customer is treated with a smile and warm welcoming feeling. The coffee is great, and they have tons of books to boot. I can't go a day without my cappuccino and banana bread combo. If you're in Wynnum, head down to Florence Street and try it out for yourself. Just be warned, the shop is dog friendly, so be ready for a ton of pats. Back to the podcast. G'day everybody. Uh, today's session is all about the six week challenge. Um, as we know, it kicks off next Monday, March 16. And as we've already chosen the free winner, uh, it's time to give you all the information you need if you are considering signing up. I posted these photos on Sunday, um, but I'm just going to go over, there, over them again, explain them in a bit more detail so that there are no questions. Um, so what is the six week challenge? The six week challenge is a proven format of rapidly improving your fitness levels and fat loss. Nobody has completed the challenge without losing centimeters on their waist. Uh, we've had a max of 12 centimeters in the six weeks, which when you think about that, it's um, pretty incredible. That's two centimeters a week. Uh, but we measure all uh, limbs, bust, hips, and Generally, everyone's goes down, but ways for sure, uh, we worked out it was about an average of 6.5 um, that everyone lost last challenge. So the goal for me is to constantly beat that, uh, beat that average. Uh, who? Anybody. Whether you're just beginning or a seasoned athlete, each session is tailored to your ability, even if you have an injury, to ensure you are pushed to your limit. Um, well, that, again, is my job, but every session while they're... Um, a little bit different the whole idea is to push you to your absolute limit every session um, except for Friday where we still do work hard but that one's more around teamwork having a bit of fun um, but I'm sure anyone who has done it can vouch that it's still a um, it's a decent session still when uh, every weekday so there's two groups with this one there's an early birds class at 4 45 a.m. and there's a night class at 8 p.m. So the early birds is the morning, night hours is the night. Um, so basically, when you sign up, you choose which group you want to be a part of. Now, you don't have to be um, just pigeonholed into one. You can do both or you can flip, you know what I mean, um, each day. It just depends on your work schedules. I know some of you guys, it changes all the time. So you're not pigeonholed into one. It's just um, for a bit of clarity, we call the clut the early one, early birds, and the night one, night hours. Um, they go for roughly 30 to 40 minutes so there's a little bit of time before that 5.30 class in the morning as well uh, every, all, all changes with times we're in a, I'll put you into a big WhatsApp group so we all talk on there about how we're feeling or uh, any changes to the schedule so it's easy to communicate that way um, the sessions themselves so I've gone for a little bit fancier names this time just to mix it up and it's all centered around these natural disasters. So Monday is volcano, volcano being uh, explosive. So it's a lot of plyometric stuff, jumping, um, agility, uh, things of that nature. Tuesday is earthquake. What happens when there's an earthquake? Your legs shake. So it's gonna be a heavy, heavy leg session. Um, ideally, you walk out of that session wobbling. 
Uh, Wednesday Thunder. So this is again is explosive, but it's more to do with uh, boxing. So it's it's a boxing session. Um, again, uh, it's a very hit dominated session. It's nice and quick, explosive. Thursday Blizzard. Uh, more abs holding uh, your wall sits, plate holds, blizzard. So think cold. You're frozen. And then Friday is of course the fitness games, which. Uh, we're just going to continue that on from uh, the last challenge because we, we did have a lot of fun with that one. So we're going to keep that for sure. Uh, payment options. Uh, we used to just have the basic $300, that was it. Um, but I know each circumstance for everyone, it's a bit different. So I've been very clear this time. I've given you three options. So option A, pay in full before the start date, March 16, and you only have to pay $280. So you save 20 bucks there. Option B, you can pay as you go. So pay the full $300 in chunks before the completion of the six weeks. So that might even be 50 in the first week, 250 in the last week. It doesn't matter how you want to do it. It just needs to be paid before the end of the six weeks. And option C, uh, we've, well, I discovered that sometimes people go away for um, various reasons. So if you know you will miss some weeks, you can pay $50 upfront for every week you intend to train. So if you know you can only do three weeks, um, that's 150 bucks. So 50 every week you know you're gonna train. So there's your three option guys, just suit, uh, choose which suits you best. But uh, I wanna cover all bases this time and leave you with um, little, little excuses to not do it because I know um, just how much and how beneficial it is to your lifestyle and um, if you're someone who desperately needs that change of lifestyle, then, I mean, there's nothing better here, guys, especially if you are a member of um, Anytime Fitness. Just get in, get it done. We have people on their fourth one this time. Um, so I just feel like you're missing out if you're not doing it. Um, today's guest is my brother. Um, he was just in the area, actually. We're getting lunch. But there are a few inside jokes, though. We gotta, I just wanted to say them beforehand, so you guys uh, understand what's going on there. Um, he does mention something about retirement from NRL. So like I said, I used to play NRL or train with NRL squads. Um, last year, I got an email from the RLPA just asking, they knew I was playing cup still, but whether I had any intentions to um, cont- well, strive to play NRL. Um, and if not, I got paid out a little bit of my superannuation that was um, building up uh, in my times with the with the squads and I said yes I am retired but this doesn't mean <laughs> this what he doesn't get is if I'm playing good footy still I can still get picked up it was simply um, they're simply asking that if so they know if they want to if I want to have access to my super my super fund earlier so that's all that was so um, he'll mention that in there and the other thing too is he has a big nose so there's a lot of uh, nose jokes in there he's kind of a cross between Ray Romano of Everybody Loves Raymond, uh, Fox Mulder of X-Files, and Squidward from Spongebob. So his nose is big, basically, so there's a lot of jabs at that. Um, that's basically all you need to know. He's the complete opposite of me. He weighs about 70 kilos. He's smaller than me. Um, he got an OP1. He's a doctor now, and he's studying radiology. So, um, yeah, we, we're worlds apart in that aspect. He was... I wouldn't tell him this, but he was actually pretty good at sport back in the day and um, all the fine motor skill sports he was great at and he's still better than me at. So 
Um, but in terms of intellectually, miles ahead. Um, and I'll ask him what he thinks or why he thinks that is the case when we have the same parents and the exact same upbringing. Uh, he is my older brother too. So here is the interview I did with my brother, Zach. Alrighty, guest today, we have scatology expert, uh, not Ed Burns today, we have my brother, Zach. Um, well, just kick us off, Zach. What was it like growing up with me as a kid? Thanks, Jordan. Uh, pleasure to be here in the studio today. Proud to be the second doctor on the podcast, um, in the studio, on, on the bird nest. Can you confirm that you, you said you were doing scatology? Scatology, is that some kind of scat humour or something? Um, study of faeces. Study of faeces. No, I'm actually a, a radiology uh, trainee. My bad. <laughs> but no, it's great to be here uh, on the bird nest. Um, why is it called the bird nest, by the way? Do you have actual birds living in the beard now or something? So or? I asked the questions on this podcast and the question was, what was it like growing up with me as a kid? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, so we grew up in Nanango. Uh, for those who don't know, small country town, population about 3,000. So it was a pretty laid-back lifestyle. And yeah, it was good growing up together. We'd play a lot of football in the backyard and that kind of thing. Uh, often outdoors. Yeah. So my second question was, how would you describe the Nango? Um, which you seem to answer then and not answer at all. What was I like growing up? Uh, yeah, well, the Nango, I wouldn't recommend visiting it as a tourist destination, but I think growing up there, you know, it's not a bad place to grow up. I think it was good uh, for us growing up outside of the big smoke, seeing what it's like in a smaller town. Um, and now, you know, we both live in Brisbane, but I think it's good we had that background and we got to see a, a different side of, of life and see how people live in, you know, more basic communities, farming communities. And we weren't farmers, obviously, but yeah, it was a, a decent place to grow up in, uh, but I'm glad I'm in Brisbane now for work. I said on a previous podcast that we obviously we grew up in the Nango, which is a small country town, but we didn't actually live out on a property, so we, we didn't get any life skills in terms of city living or country living. Um, we, the only trait we sort of got was how to entertain yourself when you're bored. Uh, Question three, why do you think you're so smart and I missed out on that gene? I don't know, maybe too many head knocks playing football had a role. I got out of the football game pretty early. Um, I was the captain of your touch team, just to make sure you remember that. But uh, after that, I uh, stepped out of the game to pursue different interests, different career. Um, unlike uh, Dr. Burns, who had on before, I decided to leave that behind and go for the uh, academic road. Um, so yeah, I think we had pretty similar sporting skills, but just one of us had something else as well. Can you confirm in grade four you're, you're officially retired after you ruptured a testicle? Uh, nah. I think that's uh, for a different podcast, that story. But um, I, I played on a, a few more years after that. I think I retired after grade 11, maybe. I think I played for the grade 11 rugby union team and then gave it up after that. We have that in common now. We're both retired and NRL players. Both retired football players. Um, you were the, the first footy player I've ever seen throw the ball higher than it did go lengthwise. So that was impressive. Yep. I think it was when you were turning around in fear that went up in the air. Um, where do you see yourself in 10 years and where do you see me in 10 years? Um, 
So we're recording this in a very small, dingy podcast studio, and I see you maybe moving in here in 10 years, <laughs> um, scrapping off uh, anything you can get from uh, out of charity from former clients and former gym members. Uh, myself, hopefully, I've uh, moved down to Melbourne. I've become a consultant, uh, doctor, as a radiologist. That's what I'm trained to do at the moment. Uh, maybe with a kid in the house as well. Uh, see, that's the goal for 10 years' time. Can I sleep in your garage? We'll talk about it. Uh, okay, I asked you earlier in the week for these. What are, well, what do you think my most ridiculous top three things I have ever done? Since you've known me, which is my whole life. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, good uh, clarify there since I've known you. Um, given I've known you your whole life. So that, that's a very good question. There's a big list here to choose from. I've tried to narrow it down to three in the interest of time. I've got to start number one with the beard you've currently got. Not sure what you're going for with the beard. Surely no one you know thinks it works apart from yourself. Um, it's got to go. Everyone who's uh, seeing Jordan for PT, please start hassling him to get rid of the beard. It's disgusting. Um, so that's number one for me. Number two, um, I think I sort of hinted at it before, but you deciding to retire as an NRL player um, last year at the age of 25 was a bit ridiculous to me. Um, I think it'd be nice if you showed a bit of ambition and tried to keep that dream going if you could. Um, but, you know, to reach his own, decided to retire at 25, and good for you. Um, and you said three, so a third one, this is the all-time for me, I can never get over this. You told me that you used to uh, chuck your change directly into the bin. <laughs> so apparently, I never actually saw this happen, but Jordan told me that when you would get loose change, because you had one of those trendy, very thin wallets that couldn't really fit coins in it. He would put his loose chains straight into the bin, which I think is just absolutely insane. It could go to, you know, people on the streets who really use that money, or you could put it in a piggy bank at home and try to save it up and then cash it in later, but no, straight into the bin. I told you that was charity because it goes to the homeless people at the dump. <laughs> okay, rapid fire. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast ever, but we do quick no. questions, so we need... Uh, quick responses. So, number one, does it take you longer to blow your nose? <laughs> no, at the same time. Actually, it's probably a bit faster because I've got uh, a big, big uh, nose to work with, so it's very efficient. More power. More power. How many surgeries have I had and how many have you had? Uh, I've had uh, only very minor surgeries. So, I've had maybe three. I had a couple skin lesions taken out, if that counts. Nose reduction? Uh, yep, just got the one now. Um, and yourself, I've got no idea, you probably had 10 or so. Seven. Just get your hands dirty, mate. Jesus. Uh, who wins the NRL this year? I'll take the Storm. Storm's a sort of evergreen team. They're a good pick each year. Um, you know, it could be anybody this year, but Storm always going to be up there, so I'll take my chances with them. Who wins NBA? Uh, Clippers. Uh, I think the Clippers win. I think Kawhi Leonard's the best player in the league. I think Paul George is a good second banana to have on the team. Um, good bench depth, Lou Williams, uh, Harold. So, yeah, Clippers for me. Have you watched them play one game? No. Okay. Were you stronger than me as a kid? Uh, yeah, I think, obviously I was when you were younger than me. Um, you might have, I think you by secondary school, you were sort of same height as me, and so you were probably pretty equal in strength from then on, still to this day. Pretty equal. Sure, you haven't had the concussions? Uh, last one, is coronavirus overblown? Uh, 
think it's being a little bit overblown by the media. Um, you've got to remember the media has an agenda and they probably like the fact they've got something to talk about and people will tune in. Um, I think people who are stockpiling toilet paper, I think that's overblown, not required at this stage. Uh, but I do definitely think there's been a few um, sort of person-to-person -person spread in Australia now. So that's a sign that it's going to become a bit of a thing in Australia in the coming weeks and months. So there'll definitely be more cases coming um, and it might become a bit like the flu we have here in Australia where you have seasons of flu viruses. So it'll be one of the other viruses going around. So it's always a good idea to wash your hands, look after your hygiene and um, I guess don't go to don't go flying overseas to at-risk at countries. But yeah, I think it's a little bit overblown at the moment by the media. Well, uh, big thanks, Zach, for stepping away from the Bell Lab. Uh, I know you're a busy man, but I think it was good to have you on. And again, here, a different perspective from of me and, yeah, where we came from. Pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Well, thank you, Zach. Um, if you're thinking Zach is a bit of a stiff, you're right. But he's always been like that. Um, he's the only 10-year-old I know who actually saved his birthday money or Christmas money. He doesn't have Instagram. He just likes to keep to himself. Obviously, he's super smart. He might be a robot, but that's the way he's always been. And obviously, I'm the complete opposite to that. And shamefully, that coin story is true as well. Um, but I was balling at the time. Um, I don't know. I was young. Uh, it was only the silvers, though. I wouldn't throw the golds away. That'd be ridiculous. Um, but more, more importantly, back to the six-week challenge, guys. Sunday is the last day to officially sign up for that. I, I can't stress enough, guys. If you haven't tried one before, give it a go. The best thing about the challenge is, I, and I spoke about this on the fir first podcast we did, but if you feel a little bit isolated at the moment, a bit alone when you come to gym, it's, a, it's like a second family. You'll, you'll make friends straight away. You'll look forward to coming to the gym. And that's all I try and do from my part, my point of view, is just try and create a fun environment. Obviously, we're going to work hard. Nobody's come out of the challenge feeling worse about themselves. And obviously, it does wonders for your life outside of the gym as well, your confidence and just your overall health. So I strongly recommend it, guys. If you haven't done one before, give it a go. If you have um, your Ann's, your Jeanette's of the world, they're onto their fourth consecutive one. Um, just ask them. I mean, they're coming back for a reason. So uh, let me know, guys, any questions at all. Don't hesitate to message me until Sunday. you got to get your answer in, guys. All, you, all I need is a yes. Swing that through message, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want. Um, look forward to hearing from you guys. See you this week.